All right, welcome back to the podcast for this class. This is honestly one of the most uh, fun sections to talk about, and it's actually extremely relevant to what is going on in our world when we talk about a demand uh, for change and how do we get there. So last time we talked about the French Revolution and all this taking over uh, France that's going on. So after there's this original takeover of France, there becomes a radical phase. And what that means is that basically... Uh, throughout Europe, European rulers are terrified that the French Revolution is going to threaten everybody's absolute monarchy. They weren't really wrong about that. So because they have this fear as to what's going on, they kind of start stepping up and say, listen, we need to stop this French plague, which is that people who are fleeing France and talking about how good things are in France. So they need to shut it down. And... Because the, you know, the king of France tried to run away, he failed. He was brought back. <laughs> uh, the king of Prussia and the emperor of Austria, they get together and they do what they can to threaten to protect the French democracy. It was probably a bluff, but the revolutionaries in France took it seriously. And so because they took it seriously, they took it out to the next level. In October of 1791, they start really ramping up and they're looking for complete power. They are looking to get rid of basically every piece of this that they can. The working class men and women, they called themselves the San Culottes. And they push for revolution into radical action. They want to see this legislative assembly push its way all the way through. And after a year of talking about it, or six months of talking about it, the war finally happens. And this war actually kind of lasts for a really long time. It's a divided revolution. The fighting begins in 1792, and it lasts for 27 years. It also brings France almost to war with Prussia and many other places throughout. So after the revolution starts, we got to get to this point. After the revolution starts, this, you know, they start their fighting. And in 1793, as they're entering this radical threat, this radical phase of everything, there's all these outbreaks of violence throughout. Uh, they kind of keep pushing against the king, kind of fighting for it. Uh, a month later, citizens attacked prisons that held nobles and priests, and they just killed thousands of prisoners. Today, we're kind of like, eh. Some people call it like a bloodthirsty mob going in to kill, and some people call it a patriot. That's up to your, up to your interpretation. The National Convention works together, and they get the right to vote, and it's extended to all male citizens, not just popular votes. That's great. And with that, they decide that everybody's called a citizen and because everybody's a citizen that includes the king as a citizen and Marie Antoinette and her husband Louis the 16th excuse me are both executed her son who was going to be who was going to be Louis the 17th uh, he also happened to die of unknown causes and it's thought to be that he was probably killed by somebody 
that takes us to the next stage. There is no king, there is no queen who takes over. So this is called the Reign of Terror. And it's a 12-person committee that takes over France. And they're preparing France for all-out war. And they could ask everybody to contribute to this war. It's the Committee of Public Safety. And they're spurred this revolutionary fervor throughout the country. And they actually invade a couple of countries. They invaded Italy. They crushed peasant revolts. People were afraid of this group. Maximilian Robespierre is the guy who is kind of in charge of the entire Committee of Public Safety. And he is, you can't correct him. However, here's the problem with him. Robespierre looked at everybody who didn't think his way as a traitor. And he decided to run something called the Reign of Terror. So it's going to last a little bit less than a year. And basically what he's going to do is he has these trials that says, basically, if you're not for us, you're against us. And if you are against us, we're going to chop your head off. He used the guillotine more than probably anybody in the history of the world could ever imagine using the guillotine. You spoke out against the government. You were arrested. They arrested 300,000 citizens just for their beliefs. And 17,000 of those were executed including nobles and clergymen and peasants and the sansculottes and every middle-class citizen that you can imagine. Many of the victims aren't even the people who should be killed. They are killed mistaken on false identity and uh, falsely accused by their neighbors because there was you know, some type of grudge against them. The guillotine, which is a blade that drops onto your head, is basically the way in which you were. Within a year though, before that year is up, people got sick of it. And they turn on this committee of safety and on July 27th, 1794, in a fitting end to all of this, Robespierre is also beheaded by the guillotine. Now let's move on to the next step. The next step is called the directory. So they move on, and now it's time for a new constitution, 1795 constitution, a five-man directory and a two-house legislative uh, voted by on by everybody. Uh, they were a weak group for the most part, but they're willing to use this force. Uh, they have threats kind of coming from all over that they're not strong enough, they're not this enough, they're not that enough. They turn to one man to be the hero of the directory, and that man's name is Napoleon Bonaparte. We will talk more about them. He becomes in charge, but before we get to that, we need to kind of look at what was the goal. What was the goal of all of this? So the French Revolution had many, many goals. The biggest of them are social uh, decisions. The first thing they wanted was to get rid of the monarchy. They wanted to get rid of the King of France. And because if we get rid of the King of France, then what it does is it allows the system to kind of grow. It allows the people to have a bigger say. All right, so after we want to get rid of the King of France, we want to kind of check the power of the Roman Catholic Church within France. We don't want one religion running our country. We want everybody to have uh, freedom to think that way. 
We want to get rid of the feudal system. Everybody should have the opportunity to grow and not live in this system in which all these other problems are happening. We want to uh, create equality before the law. We want to give the most talented people the job, not the people who know the people who should give them the job. We want to be proud to be French. These are all great things that they are pushing for. The problem with France and how they pushed for it, well, unlike America, which American pushed for it, had kind of one slip-up and then pulled themselves together, France had a lot of slip-ups. And in a lot of slip-ups, the problems because comes from that is that people don't trust anybody. And when you don't trust anybody as a part of your nation or a part of your uh, however you want to want to run it, then really what happens is that you have nothing. And if you have nothing as a part of all this, then you don't have anything that you can write, lay your hats on. You don't have anything that you can say, I did this right. What did you do right? Because nobody's done anything right within the entire system. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of our podcast for today. This is the Radical Phase. Please rate, review, and subscribe uh, on your Apple podcast, on whatever, just so that I have some understanding as to what's going on, if this is helping, all that good stuff. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Goodbye.